Welcome back to Hooligans Pitch, uh, an episode of Midweek Madness, I'm going to say. <laughs> Midweek Madness at midnight, there we go. Oh, I like, well, midnight for you. It's, it's midnight for me, it's, it's a late one for me, but hey, you know, with, with all the crazy NBA playoffs going on, all my podcasts mm. that I listen to are coming out at like 1, 2 a.m., which is great oh, for like really? the next morning because okay. I can just flip them yeah. on and not have to like wait throughout the day. Um, yeah, so I don't. I'm not saying we transition to like a midnight show, <laughs> but I don't know. It would be kind of cool if uh, we did some midnight releases. But I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty sleepy uh, during those times. But, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Well, well, keep it like a rare thing, like a specialty. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Champions keep League. We'll probably talk edge. about Champions League because that's coming uh, up real soon. Yeah, um, gonna have to. So. Late, almost mid June for that game, which is just crazy to is think it about. Really. Yeah, Dang. I didn't realize it was that far out. I thought because normally it's what uh, just like the week after the league ends. Yeah, but the, the FA Cup isn't until oh, that's right, like that's... late too. It, mm. It's all it's all it's wild, all, all messed up. Um, it's not even on who scored. I can't even check. No, oh my God. It's... <laughs> all right, <laughs> uh, but let's let's open our beers as I as I check the final date here. Yeah. Um. I don't have a beer. I bad planning on my part, Uh-oh. but um, back to the spin drift. Um, lime flavor. It, it's got that nice uh, sparkling water lime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, hint of <laughs> zest in there. No, I feel, yeah. I, I get it. Uh, I'm rocking with Sudwork out of Davis. Um, mm, nice. Solar Haze. Uh, good hazy beer. Didn't know this when I was buying it. 99 calories, 4.3%. It is a great day beer, wow. but the sun isn't out and we're still drinking it. So, Well, that's okay. That sounds lovely. It's nice really nice. It's sure. really nice. I do recommend it. Mm. But I'll have to keep an eye out. We got bigger news than just some hazy beers. Um, yes. Chad, where do you want to start? Because there, there's a lot of roller coaster riding that we did this week from mm-hmm. Arsenal to... Chelsea to Tottenham to Man U and Liverpool somehow making a comeback. Like everyone was kind of all over the place. And do you want to get your stuff out of the way and just vent a little? Because I you already vented a little in our group chat. Yeah. And like I do want to like I don't want to I don't I don't want to say I, I need to counter you, but like y'all fucked up against Southampton. That that's the fuck up right there. That's the one you circle and okay, you're just like getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting there. Yeah, we're gonna. All right, that's um, like I. Yeah, no, no, and that's that's never been my my argument is that Arsenal didn't mess up. Yeah. Um. I just I I think to call it Arsenal have have bottled the league is cheap and and an exaggeration, right? Because start of the season no one no one predicted arsenal to be leading for this long and or even challenging for the title it was always kind of in and out of that top four zone is where everyone predicted arsenal to be so then to to over um perform all those predictions and you know probably just the team itself is overperforming of where it should be um, than to call it like bottling the league is, I don't know. It, that's, I guess, the, the Arsenal fan in me like wanting to defend the team, but, you know, I've also watched this team for 12, 13 years at this point. Like, I've seen, I've seen the lows, I've seen the bottles, like, 
this was not it. Um, yes, you know, the three draws back-to-back, especially having two goal leads in, in uh, two of those, and it hurts. Um, but if you if you concede the title on some, some draws, like, it's not the worst deal in the world like you're going up against city you have to almost be perfect like like liverpool fans know <laughs> you can literally be 99.9 percent perfect and still lose the damn thing um yeah. here's here's kind of my like argument for why I, I do understand this process that arsenal is going through is because mm-hmm. one they're the only team challenging city oh no yeah. one else is close no, no one else has been close for quite a while um, but there's two things that really go into winning a championship, and this goes for all sports. You need a little bit of luck on your side, which, mm. you know, maybe City, I wouldn't say is the most lucky on the pitch, but they've gotten really lucky with some of their signings, okay? Like, yeah. we'll, call, we'll call that luck. Um, Landing Holland was, you know, it wasn't too long ago, Pep said there's no way we're going to be able to replace Aguero, and then yeah. <laughs> seven months went by, and they have a guy who's maybe twice as, good as Romero uh, uh, Aguero is, which is just wild to think about. And then you got to have um, no injuries. And like Arsenal has been hit with some kind of brutal injuries that have made their starting lineup go through this crazy wave of, you know, who are we going to put in next? Are they going to be back by next week? We really need that player to come in. Yada, yada, yada. While city, they've had a couple, you know, knocks here and there, nothing too wild, but they have a, a, a 1B squad ready to go right after them. That's that's the biggest difference is you could replace yeah. almost anybody on the Man City starting at 11 with someone and still get close to the same product. It's I mean, wild. Just, I, I, I know their their FA Cup match was against Sheffield United, so it's like never going to be a, a stiff competition, but you know they rested basically their whole starting squad and, and still Holland won walked. easily in that. Holland so like, walked the whole game. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the luxury they have, and it's definitely like, like the the piece that Arsenal needs to work on in, in these coming transfer windows is just kind of fleshing out the depth a little bit more. Yep. Um, but I mean, yeah, like even their injuries, like Holland has kind of been known to get a little bit of an injury run, just like Kevin De Bruyne has in like those those later parts of the season. Um, and I mean, clearly they were not injured on Wednesday. They. Random no. show. So, so let's let's get into the game then. Um, a big thing that City has been doing this year is kind of spreading out the field wide and running down the wings, slicing it into Holland. And in this game, they yeah. literally did the exact opposite. They ran it oh, down yeah. Arsenal's throats right up the middle with De Bruyne and Holland. I, I haven't seen Holland run like that in a long time, and maybe because yeah. I'm, I haven't been paying attention to City as much. Like, yeah, kind of. But even even Holland's like attempts to go to goal were like heavy i was like holy crap if he gets the ball right now like watch out and luckily it didn't happen as as often as i thought it probably could have happened yeah i mean this as much as i don't think arsenal players performed to the level close to where they could have performed um i think this really came down to just Pep kind of still like showing Arteta that like he's the master here. Like Arteta, <laughs> you may have left the nest, but you know I still run the show because it just seemed like a complete like tactical masterclass from from Pep here. And um, Arteta either didn't know how to adapt to that, or the Arsenal players just didn't understand what Arteta wanted to do to adapt to it. I don't know, but 
I mean, it was just Kevin and and Erling up top. Just they they kind of switched roles, right? Like Erling assisted De Bruyne on, on those two goals. It's Jeez, like man. that's so backwards. <laughs> I was like, we weren't going to give Holland Player of the Week for for a goal and two. I'm like, this is close. Like this is kind of a hat it's trick in close. a way. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. man, which which route do you want to take? Um, no. I, I mean, City clearly showed that they are the better team. And yeah. this shouldn't be like a... I mean, you could debate it, but it's almost like a duh. Like, yes, of course. Yeah. Like, they've just yeah. won f- uh, four out of the last five with Liverpool sneaking in that one during the COVID year. Like, not saying Liverpool <laughs> didn't earn it, but, like, that was the no, one year that yeah. City didn't win it, which is just, like, amazing. Now, Pep's about to win his third championship in a row with a, a third club. Who is that? Yeah, I mean they're they're a different beast, and um, I mean yeah, you can you can talk about their money and and all that stuff, but like still tactically, you know he's he's still making changes. He's not just relying on as he very easily could. He knows Holland is big, quick, lethal up front. Like he could just feed him long balls all day, and they would still win this thing. But Pep doesn't play that way. He still wants to play. His like fancy tiki taka kind of football, and he's still doing it. So you know, it's as much as I hate to like pour so much like credit and praise onto City. Like, I mean, they're just when they're on their game like that, they're they're just incredible to watch. Like, yep, from top to bottom, just everyone's knowing what they're doing, and they adjust to the game well and. I mean, yeah, they just kind of ran this one. Um, I don't know. Maybe that was Arsenal players, like, feeling the pressure of this, um, which is very possible. But I think it was, it was a lot of just, like, tactical mastery from Pep. And I don't know. Arteta, he, he tend to, tends to have a little bit of stubbornness in his, like, tactics. So it, it was maybe a, a clash of that, you know? He looked pretty <laughs> stressed out. Not in like a a screaming, yelling way, just like a holy shit. Like yeah. <laughs> this is like I, I like not saying he doesn't deserve to be where he was in this position, but it looked like he was in over his head a little bit. Like not the whole game, but definitely yeah. at certain points when he was just like, ah, what do I like? What do I do? <laughs> I mean, that, and that's the thing. Like, had Saliba been in that back line, I don't think this would have changed much. Like, nah, maybe it wouldn't have been four, but. Uh, I don't think it would have done enough to like change it so Arsenal wins the game. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just go through the goals really quick for City. The the first De Bruyne goal was like perfectly placed where Ramsdale couldn't reach it. I feel like he could have done a ta- like he could have done better there. I don't know if it was if he's like started to shift his weight or something or um just hesitated, but like I mean, he got close on the dive anyway to it. Um but I mean, I feel like that might just be De Bruyne being as good as he is. Like Gabriel's on him, pressure him the whole time. You know, he's still shooting from top of the box. Like it should be savable, I think. But I mean, he does just slot it as, as close to the post as you can. So, well, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying De Bruyne isn't a scorer because obviously he is. Mm-hmm. But in th- this year, I think just looking at his stats, he hasn't been he hasn't been the, like the goal scoring threat that City has needed because obviously they have Holland on their team. So like he doesn't have to do that. I'm just yeah. curious, like 
if teams are kind of thinking, you know, he's not going to, he's going to look for the dump off pass because he has 20 mm. something assists now in the league, which is just yeah. wild. So Ramsdale might have thought he wasn't going to shoot that because he was pretty far out. But uh, I mean, you can't, you can't be on your heels for a guy like that. It's no, yeah. Um, but the second goal, that was what I thought that was the killer because yeah. <laughs> at first glance, I was like, oh, yeah, he's offside. Like, no doubt about it. And then I was like, oh, close. the shoe, dude, the so shoe. Close. How Just how unfortunate of timing of just like where he was stepping. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, game of inches, but that was like, and I, I want to say, you know, I have, it's been a couple of days since I watched that goal, but he got pushed just a little bit. So his almost like his gait of his legs just went a little bit further than normal. I know it's like, you never know, but like that push could have really done things. And obviously they're not going to call it back. Um, but damn, I thought that was the killer. And then obviously two more after that, but like, that was the one where it was like, right. It was right before half, right? Yeah. Right before half. So it's, you know, you're going in one goal down. Okay. That's that's no problem. Salvage this. Right. Uh, but then you have to get that, that dagger right before you go in is not only the, uh, you know, tactical dagger, but also the just momentum and morale and just right really, really makes it difficult. Um, yeah, and you know, um, De Bruyne's second goal, though, well, like, makes three again, just, he makes it look so easy. It just, he just kind of passes it in. And, like, I, I get, like, this one's a little bit more, uh, more for Ramsdale to do. Like, he's blocked by, I think, Ben White there, and, you know, he's kind of protecting his near post but man <laughs> it was it was just a perfect like slotted pass into the goal and and yeah. he timed the run of white to get it between his legs and it was just like what do you do like yeah, what, what do you cheers do? man you just cheers to that and you take <laughs> yeah. another sip and you you go about your day yeah. um but the good news is y'all play chelsea next yeah so should be a nice bounce back game. <laughs> is this a trap game, Chad? Are you feeling like this is a trap game? I want to say no, only because if if we're gonna think that you know Arsenal's recent form has been more related to the pressure of it all, then like pressure should almost mm-hmm. be not off, but you know significantly less at this point, right? You've you've hit this you know Super Bowl of a game that has been marked on their calendar for you know the whole season right um so ideally you know it should be a little bit more uh maybe free-flowing maybe just a little bit more um the arsenal that we saw in the the you know month or two leading up to the city game where it's just arsenal doing arsenal playing Mm -hmm. the way arteta wants and and not getting too much in their head or anything just uh Basically, what I'm trying to say is if we lose the Chelsea, then yes, we've bottled it. <laughs> <laughs> so even if City catches up to you on points with the with the games they have in, you, that's the one if you lose to Chelsea. And I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. I think that would be pretty... I mean, uh, Liverpool doesn't have any room to talk. We drew Chelsea both times nil-nil. But just, just keep this in mind. The last time you all lost to City, you won five out of six right afterwards. Um, yeah. So maybe this is the, the jolt. Y'all need. I get it. Have your moment of uh, remorse, depression, whatever you want to call it. Because <laughs> I don't want to say it was yours. The, the 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 title was yours, but it was definitely within 
arms reach yeah. and it still is this thing isn't yeah. fucking over that's the crazy yeah. like things that we're so reading too is it's not over the thing is like you gotta keep winning the games you're supposed to win the yeah. city game you probably were never supposed to win but there was like that inkling of hope because he'd been playing so well for so long and then yeah you hit this rough patch but like that's the thing the rough patch was three draws like yeah you gave up some leads <laughs> and i get that looks worse in that context and everything but like it's not like you took three losses and into the the city game but they just kind of felt like losses because your 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 points cushion was like disappearing so like i don't know i i haven't really thought too much about the chelsea game yet but I mean, after the way they played this weekend, yeah, let's, I'm feeling let's, pretty good. <laughs> let's let's get into that. I, I just want to note one more thing. Um, City has obviously been on this huge unbeaten run, but mm-hmm. the last team they lost to, do you remember who it was? Because um, this is just shows how, how rapidly changing the league is getting because this team now it? would get slaughtered, I think, by City. Was the last one Forest? It's Tottenham. Oh, that's right. One nil. So, it's it, in that time from that last game till now. Tottenham has hasn't moved much in the table, believe it or not. Of course, but don't I, they uh, look like a dra- They're just a drastically worse team uh, in so many yeah. way, shapes, and forms, which we'll talk about in a little bit because I do want to bring up that game because that was a wild one too. But um, let's just jump to Chelsea really quick. Um, I mean. They got toyed with by Brent, Brentford. Brentford is in total control of this game, and it just makes me think that Chelsea—they're, you know, wild if they get relegated. But by <laughs> gosh, they are—they could be a bottom thirteen club next year too. Oh my gosh! Like, had they not had a, that small run of like a decent start, like in September, <laughs> they, yeah, they would be down there fighting for relegation. Like, <laughs> you're it's so funny, dude. <laughs> How are you going to be, you know, 10 wins, 9 draws, 13 losses, like... With the highest as payroll. A, as a top six club, yeah. Just spent $600 million over two windows, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh... I don't know. They, they, they look so wasteful with the chances they get. They can't score to save their life. <laughs> You're now trying to get Aubameyang back into action and, like... Dude's just he 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 went to Barca, lived his kind of Barca dream, even though he always had talked about Real before that. I don't know. And now he's just <laughs> collecting the the money from Chelsea. He's thirty two, three, something like that. You know, winding down in his career, and yeah, you know, at this rate, Chelsea might hand him another four years. And <laughs> I saw a funny meme the other day. It was in a Chelsea subreddit and. I don't know the context, but it was like Thiago Silva looking at all the players going like, fuck these kids. And I was like, yeah, like, I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it was like the uh, the own goal is those are always tough. You know, can't do too much about those often. But the, the run from Embuemo, whole half of the field and... Yeah, his shot takes a little bit of a deflection too, but like, you can't let someone just run down and get a shot off on you like that. <laughs> Not when you're paying your back line, what half of, uh, I guess what three hundred million dollars? Like that's yeah. that's crazy. Well, I, I do want to note the first goal though because 
Brentford attacked that ball like crazy. It was so hard for me to tell who even like got to it first. It was just, you know, it just happened so quickly. But Brentford's yeah. got a really, really tall uh, back line that you know has been pretty lethal in that area with me and Pinnock, and and they just showed it right there. Like they don't even need to get on the ball, um, or at yeah. least they can hit it, but you know, cause chaos and good things happen. Um, so yeah, but then the, the run at the end that was just like just dagger. Chelsea didn't even want. It didn't even look like they wanted it. No, which yeah, makes no sense but I don't know man relegation for them is not out of the question <laughs> I don't think it'll happen but it's not out of the question because uh, what they're at 39 points 10 points I mean what they typically the 40 point is your like historically safe from relegation not zone. there yet so you're not there yet <laughs> okay Chad like just think about next year here Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna rapid fire. I had five teams, but I'm gonna look at this board again. Okay. Brighton, Brentford, Fulham, Chelsea, Wolverhampton. If there was a five team table, who do you rank first in that? And who do you rank last? Don't worry about the uh, middle. I want first and last. I think first would be Brighton. Last. Um, <laughs> I'm between Chelsea and Wolves in that, um, but I mean, based on where Wolves were and where they're at now, <laughs> they look the more promising team than, than Chelsea does. <laughs> I, hot take, but I think the Wolves would be number one out of that table. I think it they're, I think they're finally clicking. They have a. They brought in some really good replacements to come in there for their midfield and their back line. They could potentially get Cotter Cody back. Like there's a yeah. lot of and uh, Jose Saw has obviously been amazing. They need a striker. That is the only thing they're missing. I don't know who where it comes from, but yeah, I I just imagine them with like, or maybe even not a striker, just just a really strong winger to kind of help out. Like imagine if Sun went there or like someone like that. They don't have to be a top-rated guy or like be the man, but like just be super helpful. I don't know. I really like what the Wolves are doing as of late. Obviously, in the beginning of the year, they were like relegation ready, and now they're like, I don't know. They played really well this week. They did. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they can uh, kind of get back to that team that was the the like bogey right? team for the Big Six. So, yeah, definitely. Um, they were for Liverpool be, this year. Yeah, I mean, there you go, and and. You know, it's it's good to have those teams that kind of upset the table a little bit, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that's che- the thing. Like Chelsea on paper should not be this bad, so I think they are. I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they Chelsea kind of needs a striker as well, right? Like, I mean, I guess you have Lukaku coming back. <laughs> yep. So maybe you can motivate him to to want to play again but you know i don't think i don't think signing felix is is the move he's not really your out and out striker that you need anyway and their out and out striker is getting apparently knocks from real madrid which is kind of wild like i i don't see that fit but yeah wow i mean it'll be interesting to see if it is pochettino that comes in um he seems to be the like the favorite now to take over, but yep. uh, I don't know. I think Chelsea's just kind of in this weird 
weird mess of not only a mix of, of different managers, players, but then also like new owners came in and needed to like splash some cash and, and show their their purchasing power, I guess, and just kind of went out and bought some names and they without have, any like squad planning. They have no identity. They no. don't know who they are. They don't know how they play. You go down the list of teams and like you have a general idea of like what they are and and maybe the other uh, the what they want for the future and with Chelsea. I don't know who their starting eleven is going to be week in and week out. Oh no! It, it seems like it's you know always up for for grabs. <laughs> when I'm doing stats, I'm like, oh, Sterling played today. Like, I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. And then he's gone again. And Mudrik just like subbed it. It's like and that's the thing. We have a good handful of Chelsea players in our fantasy pool, and each week it's like, yeah, it, three of them maybe play. Some weeks, like one of them plays, and like <laughs> it's just always, always a question mark of of what team is going to play for Chelsea. Chelsea might be the most rostered team in our league. <laughs> Chad, I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure they are. Five defenders, I, what, two midfielders, it. yeah, four attackers. Well, oh, yeah. That's, mean, that's, that's, you got to start an 11 right there. So that's the thing is that they have, <laughs> they have the names and like the players with potential, especially in like the fantasy setting. So they should have perform as bad as they do and now you're you know you, you on your second manager granted it's Lampard again so you're not expecting too much but um, I don't know that there's anyone that can really whip this team into shape at least in the next year you know it it might happen in a few years time after you kind of move some people out but no one's scared of Chelsea <sighs> anymore no not at all <laughs> why would you be um. Yeah, that's 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 that game. There's not. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about it. Uh, yeah. Just, I'm not shocked they lost. So, um, Liverpool no. snuck by West Ham. Whew. I won't Were you lie. nervous? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, just because of like how how much Tottenham has been failing, I was like, this like we have to win this game yeah. to prove that we can like still uh, obtain top four and. We're close, man. We're really close. It it, yeah. it it comes down to to really man you kind of fucking up now. Um, I think Newcastle has just told everyone that they are there to Good. stay, and all of a sudden they are like, we well, you know how to score in every game, and their defense hasn't really been like around because of how much they're trying to just possess the ball in the the mm. upper third, and. Uh, freaking Callum Wilson is all of a sudden like best striker <laughs> in the world, and you got you know Joe Linton and like all these guys yeah. that I'm just like just hearing about, and now they're scoring two goals every game. It's like what Newcastle flipped some crazy switch, and I don't really know how or why. Maybe I, I might need to start paying attention to them a little bit more because they're obviously doing something, and it could be Isaac. Um, just he's just such a threat. When he gets the ball, he did have a lot of dribbles in this last game, so it shows he's he's able to move the ball downfield. Um, I mean, they don't have St. Maximum, and he's been a star for them when he's playing. So, like, I don't know. Other guys have stepped up, and it's it's kind of crazy how much they've really just, like, separated um, themselves from everyone else. Yeah, I mean, it, they've, they've made some, I guess, good key signings that, 
kind of had that uh, that Van Dyke effect when he came into Liverpool's defense of just like one guy comes in and, and kind of I guess calms the nerves of everyone around him and lets them play at, at a higher level um, and then yeah whatever tactically uh, they're doing is certainly working and um, I mean going forward they're they're certainly a threat Arsenal still has to go away to them uh, this season so that's hmm. looking a little scary I think um, so w- w- I just want to go back here. When you said that you had like that Virgil type defender, were you, re- were you referring to like one person in general, or um, not necessarily like one person? But I mean, you you bring in. I think their first signing um, when they got bought out was was Bruno in the middle, um, or maybe Trippier was first. Trippier was, was probably first. Trippier might have been first. So like. Well, he's you know more the the wing back kind of role. It's at least a guy with some decent experience mm. back there to kind of calm the line. Mm-hmm. And Bruno in the midfield was maybe not the same level of experience, but he he plays well. He's he's been looked at by a lot of clubs. Like I know Arsenal was interested in him for quite a while, um, and he kind of operates that that uh controlling midfielder role but can also like still create um so then i think yeah like bringing isaac in and see it's it's hard with him though because like he was out for so long so we haven't really seen too much of what newcastle looks like with him not a whole lot um it's like scary to think about this guy would have been playing (laughs) in August, where yeah. they might be in the table. Um, yeah. He's only played in 11 Premier League games. Uh, so, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's 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 early to say, like, his true effect on this team. Um, clearly, it's been good so far. Um, but I think, yeah, like, probably Trippier and um, Bruno, I think, are kind of those key players, at least initially, that got it calm the nerves and let everyone kind of play their game a little bit better um and then i mean he just kind of fleshed it out with you know nick pope in the back now bop in there um which i think it's probably helped uh char play a little bit better too yeah. like he's been actually he's on been fire there, right yeah. like he wasn't playing so, the beginning of the year though yeah so i mean they're kind of just I don't know, meshing together well. Like, it is a team sport, right? Like, you don't necessarily need to have a star in every single position, but if you can uh, get everyone to be on the same page and, and really support each other and, and you know, run the plays as they're mm-hmm. intended to be, then things happen. But if you can get a star player at every position, you're Man City. So, <laughs> <laughs> team chemistry... True. Five titles in the last six years. I don't know. It, <laughs> well, it could yeah. go either way, but I, I do understand where you're coming from. Uh, get this stat. Isaac, 11 games in the Premier League. Five of them he's been subbed in for 10 goals in those 11. So the man knows how to score. They, they, they've yeah. come in bunches, but like I don't, I don't want to say we called it way back when we kind of first started talking about him, but we, we yeah. saw it. I think it just took a while for it to click because he just hadn't been playing. He's only 23. Yeah, I, I really was hoping Arsenal would sign him, but they held out for Jesus, which has still been great. But sure, and we we haven't seen him for a good chunk of this year too, and he was on yeah. fire to start it. So, 
Yeah. Um, we really got sidetracked off Liverpool here. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the first goal and me being nervous. I don't even know how we got to that point. So let's let's get back here. Um, yeah, yeah, the yeah. goal by Paqueta was really, really good. His body mm-hmm. was leaning one way. He had to really torque his hips um, to get some power on the ball, and it was just a really, really good shot. But, um, you know, the Gakpo goal was like precision. And um, I think from that point on, Liverpool just looked so much more calm on the ball. And, like, they started to really control the game. And and West Ham has, you know, they've they've had their ups and downs. But as of late, they've, like, kind of clicked a little bit more, scoring a lot of goals in games. So I was definitely nervous they'd find a way to get another. Um, But... I don't know. I, you know, Matip comes in here every now and then and like has a great performance and like think <laughs> it was finally his day um, to have to have something. And then um, this is the first game in like over a year where Robertson and and uh, TAA got assists and like oh, really? that used to happen yeah. more than frequently. <laughs> um, so like it's like okay, this is good. The wing backs are starting to figure out they can run down the pitch and have mm-hmm. you know Matip and Virgil kind of back them up. Uh, when you have Matip, Fabinho, and Virgil all back there, who are all above six foot three, only uh, Matip is six three, Fabinho six four, and and Virgil six six. Like, Yeesh. dude, <laughs> like you should be winning every aerial. You should be bodying yeah. every midfielder. Yeah, that's essentially what they did against City way back in the day. But hell yeah, we got the win. That's all that really matters. Um. We go, we go against uh, Tottenham um, oh, on, yeah. on Sunday. So uh, let's 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 can we go into that one really quick? Do you we want to say anything let's, about Liverpool or? Uh, um, no, that was kind of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Job, <laughs> job's not finished, but we yeah, check yeah. we check that Step one off. Step in the right direction. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so so Man U and Tottenham. Um, that was a match that confused the hell out of me because I thought Man U was going to run away with it and Tottenham looked like the shit club that we've seen for the last month. Oh yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden halftime hit and Man U forgot how to play football. And to give Man U credit, Tottenham also forgot how to play football up until about the 75th minute. Chad, they missed so many open goals. You got you got confused by my message thinking that Tot- er, that Tottenham didn't need a keeper. I'm sorry, uh, man, you didn't need a keeper because Tottenham sucked. No, Tottenham was trying to score so much and they had so many chances. Did you did you see those misses? Yeah, yeah. Because so I watched the first oh half live God. and then you know went back and watched the highlights of the second. So when you sent that message, I thought like De Gea is just chilling back there or something. You know, like Tottenham's not doing anything and. Hey, then, yeah, I went back and watched those highlights. I was like, how have they not <laughs> scored any? And then, like, when they finally got one, I was like, they could have had, like, three by now. They could have, they, they <laughs> probably could, should have won that game. But, like, as crazy as it is to think about, because at the uh, around the 45th minute, I was like, game over. Like, this is done. Yeah. Tottenham's going to lose this. And I, I might have even wrote it in our Discord, being like, oh, well, like, you know, I kind of thought that would happen. And best of both yeah, worlds like we got said the draw. something like uh like uh like a draw would have really helped here but oh well and <laughs> <laughs> see your, your prayers were answered I, so. I spoke it into existence and <laughs> it happened um so yeah son's goal was almost identical to the one he missed like a few minutes back so like mm-hmm. i really thought when that ball was coming in i was like don't and like he didn't hit it as clean i think as he wanted to either like 
yeah. it did it did have a little bit of a bounce to it, but w- whatever. He got the goal. Um, but holy shit, man! I was like that. W- that was great. I'm so glad it was a draw. But at the same time, Man U, they fucked that one up pretty bad. And I don't yeah. want to say Tottenham messed up because they caught up, but I think Tottenham could have won. And that would have been huge if they won that game to at least maybe even get their season back on track. Ryan Mason getting his first win of the year. Like, yeah. there's a lot of pros that could have came out of it. And maybe the draw is a pro for them, but... I, I, I think, yeah, for them, just on the day, I think you could say the draw is a pro um, since they did play so poorly the first half. But, like, that reminded me of... You know, pretty much the Tottenham we saw all season, where first half was just terrible, and then second half they actually started playing. And like here, yeah, you know, they they were a little better for sure in the second half, but I think it really just came down to the United just switched off. They just I don't know didn't want to play. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know what they were thinking. But. I think Fernandez got taken out. Uh, does that uh, sound right? I think I, I think he did. I know he got in on goal and like smacked it against the crossbar. So he, I mean, they very well could have had the win right there, but. Um, oh no, he I mean, he, he stayed in the whole game. It was Erickson and Sancho, which I thought Sancho played mm-hmm. great. I mean, we haven't really seen much yeah. of him. His little cut in goal was super nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I mean, Man U's got a lot of problems in their back line. They're having to play Luke Shaw as a center back. Like, that's a yeah. problem. Um, so. I guess I'm not too shocked that Tottenham was able to do this to them, but man, you should be a little nervous right now of like how their oh, yeah. future games go. Um, I mean, I, you, just, you, got, you know, table position, like man, you still has a game in hand. Okay. But like, you know, Tottenham Villa, Liverpool are all right on their tail. Really? How close is Ashton Villa to that? Uh, they're on 54 points, uh, just like Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Liverpool at 53. Like, I mean, there's still Brighton who has three games in hand. So, like, so Brighton could go on a run and be up there too. Man U plays Ashton Villa next, and then Brighton, and then West Ham. That's like those are three tough games. <laughs> that's, that like that's that's a make or break. <laughs> this is going to be the three draws that essentially Arsenal had. This could very well yeah, happen to Man U right here, and could and be. and it's not just over then. Then they got Wolverhampton who's been clicking, Bournemouth, who's finding their way to win in the you know crazy ways. They play Chelsea, which I they'll probably win that one. Let's be fair. Fulham, they'll probably <laughs> yeah. win that. And then they end with City. So, like, there's a lot of things in those in that schedule that can mess with them. Um, yeah. But Ashton Villa, Chad, damn, how did Gerard fuck this up so bad? <laughs> like, really, ask yourself that question. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't know how he did, but like, <laughs> no one does. you know, typically if, if, if it doesn't work out for a manager or a team, it's just like, you know, people kind of forget about it and, and they'll get a new job, all this sort of stuff. But like, this is now, you almost, you almost relegated Aston Villa and now in the same season, they're going to Europe, knocking on, on, you know, <laughs> Europeans position, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this this game against Fulham, they weren't even at their best, but now they're they're grinding out the wins too, and like that's what you need to do to be up there. And uh, I don't know, Unai Emery working his magic on yeah, them. Yeah, man, I know. And next year he's probably gonna win freaking uh, Europa because that's <laughs> just Europa what he does. 
You uh, can do it, yeah. That goal by by Tyrone Mings, though, like that was pretty sweet. There were a lot of good headers this week, but I think that was probably one of my favorite ones, just because yeah, of like really he nice. had he had a jump up, not facing the goal, back to yeah. it, ball perfectly perfectly looped into that top yeah. bin. Um, that that was super nice. Uh, but yeah, they're rolling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like we've talked about Fulham and said the same thing every week, but like. They're just kind of in a weird free fall. Like they won their last two before this, but they just they don't look like they're performing that well, you know? It's, they're another know. team I think who doesn't have an identity right now either. They don't know where they're supposed Fair. to be, they don't know what they are. Even like there's some teams in the middle of the table who like know what they're like trying to do. Wolves, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Brentford, Brighton, like, yeah, those are all in the middle. But Chelsea and Fulham, the two smack dab in the middle, like, they don't know if they want to be a top 10 team or a bottom 10 team. They don't. Yeah. And um, I think we'll just keep kind of seeing this, like, win one, lose three, maybe win two, maybe lose two. Like, it'll just, it'll be all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they're probably just kind of at this point, like, feeling good. They survived. They're not That's going who. right back down. Like, mm-hmm. you know not really trying to push too hard um, to get into a European spot anymore, but um, I mean, yeah, they'll uh, they'll have to kind of figure it out, because, you know, a- after the World Cup, they just they fell apart. Like, they lost Mitrovic for a little bit, and now again, but um, you know, even beyond that, just overall play is not as, as exciting as I think they w- were at the start of the season. No, they lost their, they lost their drive. And Mitrovic yeah. was going to be my fantasy savior and kind of yeah. screwed me. <laughs> like, let's be real. He got that red card and my team was never the same. Um, I think yeah. I think the surprise, though, and I, I kind of want to talk about Brighton here. Um, so Brighton played Man U last weekend. Um, they played, you know, great. Just the one PK miss by Soldi March was their only mistake. Yeah. Um they're hitting a little rough patch now with Forrest beating them, which is a crazy, yeah. crazy surprise. Didn't see that one coming. I don't believe uh, Steele is the guy for them because Sanchez played really, really good pretty much all year. He played yeah. really good against Man U, made some great saves, and I thought Steele kind of like played terribly in this game, and I don't know if you would agree on that. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but yeah. I was like, it just didn't make sense to me why we'd get rid of someone who was keeping you in the top five conversation for a majority of the year, then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, no, we, we don't, we're not going to yeah. do this anymore. I, like, I kind of thought it was because uh, Sanchez, I think, got injured for like a week or two, and that's when Steele initially came in. So then I thought it was kind of like they were just kind of rolling with him because he had performed well, the team had looked okay, um, you know, just kind of didn't want to change too much sort of thing. But then Sanchez came back in finally, and I thought, like, okay, like, now, you know, it's his his spot again. Um, you know, he'll see out the rest of the season. So, I don't know if uh, this is, I mean, not only him, but the whole team is, is maybe just a little bit of a hangover of, of doing the full, you know, FA Cup match and, and extra time and penalties. And, yeah, that could be it. Um, but, I mean, 3-1 against Forrest Yeah, is, I don't want to, like, give him that. No, benefit no. of the doubt. Um, I mean, I think Forest looked pretty good. They they looked up for it, with good energy. You know, 
um, causing real issues, and <laughs> thank God Kaylor Navas finally gets a reward for all these saves know, he's been making man. for him. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty true. I mean, they might have had that like kind of like oh shit moment now because they've always been like they've been in like the 14, 15, 16 yeah. spot, and now they're at seventeen. And that might have been like a uh, we were one away from being down there. Like we can't. So if that's the wake up call they needed to just be really, really close to last place, um, I don't know. Credit to them for finally turning it on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it definitely puts a little damper on Brighton's run. You know, they they still have three games to play. Uh, uh, you know, compared to everyone else, but. Uh, you know, I think if you look at the schedule, a game against Forest was probably one you expected to win. Yep. So, see if it's a, if it was a little bit of a hangover and, and Forest was just up for it, or if, if Brighton is going to now tumble a little bit. The pressure of getting into Europe, maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they got some good games coming, too. So, oh, yeah, the no. Man U one, that's, that's the one I'm really paying attention to. Because yeah. that, that rematch should be really nice. And I'd be curious if, if that's the game Sanchez goes back in, too. Mm. You just saw them. That would, that right? That's, like, so fitting to put him back in for that game. And yeah, maybe that kick starts that. his, I don't know, tenure at Brighton back. Because he's, he's 25 and oh, yeah. Steele is 33. So, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't think Steele was ever intended to be your, your starter. The future... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, all right, that's that's good for Brighton. Um, and then Leicester leads kind of our, yeah. our our meh game of the week, I guess. That Tielman's uh, goal that was disallowed, though. Did you see that? Yeah, one? Oh, great I goal. Know. He was so excited, and I was like, <laughs> man, I was like, I, I knew it wasn't going to count. As yeah. like, I was watching the highlights, so like, wasn't in the moment per se, but. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, just don't be excited anymore. Like, it's, it's going to hurt more. Um, old man Vardy got his second goal of the year, third goal of the year. It's a Is that second it? or third. Yeah. Oh, um, man. I didn't realize it was that bad. He's, he's, had, he's had a rough go, thanks. His second goal of the year, his first goal since, I want to say it was September. That's how long it's been. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, it, was, it was October, Wolverhampton, when they beat them 4-0. Okay. So it's been a minute for him. He had a yeah. an, an assist from Madison that I think was on accident. I don't think Madison meant to kind of <laughs> put that much pace on the ball. Um, but credit to him for, for slotting it home. Um, but the Sinistera goal was sweet. And uh, that's like probably going to be my nomination for this week's top goals, just because of the yep. way the ball was swung in. Um, kind of the ball, the, the the overall movement of the team prior to it was just a good build up. Um, yeah. yeah, that was sweet. But again, it's leads, and it's something they don't do very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, leads is uh, I don't know. They 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 have these these moments like this goal and like some of the other performances they've had recently, where like they. There's a a decent team there that could survive, but they just can't find the consistency, I guess. <laughs> Should we rant on Bamford? Oof. Now. <laughs> I showed Kristen that miss, and she was like, oh, poor guy. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, saying his first rodeo. Like, holy that, shit. 
Like, I don't know how much more open and in front of the goal you could be. <laughs> That's just an easy little tap in, and and you know, I, I think he just is maybe leaning back or something, and just sends it the, uh, the wide of the goal for sure. And it looked like he got electrocuted because his hair was all like, like he shocked probably, himself. Yeah, he, he was shocked. He, he missed <laughs> such an open goal. I think I don't know, but. Man, that could have been a, a real, a real game changer for for Leeds in their season. You know, get them a little more comfort room, but Just a little cushion. But nope, not. I'll enough. take the draw. It keeps that relegation zone really compact now. <laughs> it, it's so crazy to look at. Like, yeah, we got a little separation, but still West Ham. I mean, we just talked about Chelsea still being in it. Like, there's a chance yeah. all the way up to tenth. Is still like kind of in trouble because no one wants to really take their season seriously and, and go for yeah. these games, especially Chelsea. That's the crazy one. But um, yeah, we got more games tomorrow. Are you going to be able to watch any? Um, probably nothing live. Like I'll I'll get the peek in here and there. Um, Sunday I can probably watch a little bit live. Um. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll be able to. You dri- are you driving out, but, early? Uh, no, we're flying out. Uh, oh, nice. Tomorrow evening, but um, we're both working a little bit in the morning. Got it. So we didn't have to take the day off, but uh, yeah, you know it's uh, midweek right into the weekend. So love the games coming thick and fast as we get to the end here. Almost there, <laughs> which is just wild to think about. Um, yeah. Our fantasy league is coming to a close. We did it. Almost done. That's crazy. Uh, Champions League is updated too. And I am hanging around, Chad. Thanks to everyone else for not putting in a roster. Really appreciate it. So, Hey, you take the wins you can get. I take them. I I take them all right. Um, So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with my next my next round here if i can put a little <laughs> dent in the leaderboard but theo hasn't sent out an email yet so um but just note uh rosters are due may 9th so keep that day in your head may 9th, may 9th. Okay. yeah yeah um and then premier league i'll probably send out an email this week just letting people know like we got one month to go like yeah if you got subs and you want to make a move for top five uh make it happen i did get a text message from uh, oh. friend of the show, Sufi, uh, mm-hmm. 20 points away. I can taste it. Meaning my spot. He wants to pass me so bad. Uh, and then I said, I'm currently updating. You might be a little closer. And he is, he's now 16 points away. Ooh. Um, so it's getting a little close. Then he talks about dropping Ming or he should have kept Ming. So I was like, dude, like every, no wow. one, I was like, Ash, Ash and Mila suck. Like no one wanted yeah. Ming's. Everyone dropped him. You're not missing out on anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, and then I'm excited just to talk about what changes, like little tweaks we want to make for next year yeah, uh, in terms of scoring and, and how we want to, you know, maybe experiment it with it, experiment with it in the uh, Women's World Cup when that comes around. Yeah. So, but I'm ready for, I, I kept talking about these games that teams have next, like they're a week away from now, but they're literally like, <laughs> it's like in like seven <laughs> hours. And yeah. uh, I just, I, I, I spaced on that one a little bit. We're just not used, I'm not used to this. It's Sunday night yeah, right see, now. It's it, it's a special episode, right? It's just uh, yeah, just, off schedule, you know. It's not it's not our midnight mass. It'll be our uh, 
our, our midnight cast. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for. All right, with that, do you have anything else to bring up? Note, shout. Uh, um, I'll I'll give you this. You know, Sac Republic update. Um, played uh, Oakland Roots in the Open Cup in the midweek. Won that game one nil. Um, got drawn at home again. Now against Colorado Rapids MLS mm. side. Bringing MLS to sack one mm-hmm. way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Rapids have not had a great season. Sack has so. See if there's more open cup magic on the way. That'd be crazy. <laughs> it just proves like how some of these teams should be in the top, the top yeah, league. I mean, yeah, it just you know the promotion relegation conversation is a whole nother God, podcast. But uh, you know, all sports need it. I mean, it makes it a little more exciting. So right? much more exciting. <laughs> Every local town can have their team. Yeah, um, I will go on a little tangent here, but we we're we we're watching the video of how close uh, the Everton Stadium is compared to Anfield, and Christian yeah. was like, "Every town has like their own stadium." I was like, "Yeah, like could you it's imagine? Crazy. Could you imagine? It's, it's so cool." Uh, but that one's cool because it's like less than a mile away, and it's like a, a park. Dr- yeah, yeah, <laughs> a, a drone just flew across, like kind of yeah. just turned the camera and it. It was looking at the other field. So, yeah, that was super neat. Well, I hope Sac Republic wins. When do they play? When's that game? Um, May 9th, actually. Oh, shit. Okay, so, May 9th. That's big day. ingrained <laughs> in our head. We won't forget. Uh, yeah. Inter Milan, AC Milan, Champions League. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, I'm that's, 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 that's going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, and then Madrid and City. I mean, that's going to be kind of a... In its own way, that is my final like it isn't but like kind of is fair yeah so i mean especially like with three all knocking city out last last time you know when city kind of maybe should have went through but just stopped playing um yeah i mean these are probably the two teams that everyone would have said at the start of the season are going to be in the final so yep you get a final before the final. That's cool. This is like this. This does remind me a little bit though when Inter uh, won in 2010. Like no one thought they were going to take down Bayern, and like they were definitely Man. the underdog. Like they were obviously very, very good underdogs. Yeah. Um, this team is much not comparable to that 2010 team in any way, shape, or form. They're not. It's a very different constructed lineup. But um, yeah. I don't, they fight, man. They fight hard and. It just shows that Italy came out to play this year in the Champions League, having four oh, four yeah. teams in the last eight. Like that's, or I'm sorry, three yeah. in the last eight. That's that's a good number to have, and uh, that league has been pretty boring in terms of marketing and like how they play. But yeah. it'll be cool if they get some recognition in the final. Well, they definitely yeah. will. But yeah, yeah, definitely uh, be exciting to watch, and you know, yeah, hopefully, Syria can get it. I don't know. They, I I think. You know, in America, at least, it's more just like the viewership, ease of viewership, right? Because, like, NBC Sports has Premier League and, you know, Peacock and stuff. And it's like, I think Syria, I don't, they might still be on ESPN Plus or they moved over to something else. (laughs) I don't don't think they're on ESPN anymore. Uh, Oh, wait, no, I think they're on um, Paramount Plus now. So it's like... (sighs) That's a tough one. Like Paramount Plus also has 
Europa League and Champions League, so like most people probably have it for that if they're true if they're paying it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would like to see a little bit more of a marketing push out here though for Syria. Like you got these big teams, you know, a lot of history in those teams too. Just I guess yeah, I don't know. You got to find a way to get that attachment to the American fan. Chad, we need to create a all league streaming platform where it's just every league all at once anything you want you buy each package you buy it that's the dream man all right let's get espn plus was so close to that oh they were right there they were picking everything up and then now everything's kind of going away yeah (laughs) one place all the places Uh, all right (laughs) we kind of sidetracked here um with that that was episode 34 uh of the hooligans pitch friday night edition we will see everyone back here maybe Sunday, maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. We'll let fate yeah. decide. Um, but until <laughs> then, Chad, have a great time at the Enjishikari concert. Uh, we will be obviously in them next week, too. Uh, with that, the Hooligans pitch, we're out. Peace. Peace.